What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 107 of the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. You know, health means whole, wholeness. That's what we're in the pursuit of. There's a there's a quote that says, you have no right to anything that you're unwilling to pursue. So we could say that you have no right. You have no right to a health that you're unwilling to pursue. Well, come on, Rook. Why would you say that? I thought you said it was my birthright. It is. But with all things in life, there is a flow. There is an in and out. There is an exchange. There is a giving. There is a taking. And so what it is that you want, you can have. But you're going to have to give up something in exchange for it. Wouldn't you want that, though? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you not? I mean, think about it. When we talk about mindset an abundant mindset, you wouldn't want something for nothing, would you? So the health that you want, it's going to require you to sacrifice something, whether that's your time, whether that's your money, whether that's your comfort, whether that's your food, whether it's friends, whether it's family, whether it's old habits, whether it's stale beliefs, something got to go in the chopping block. You got to decide what that's going to be. What are you willing to give up for what it is that you want? For most people, not much. The pain, it's, we don't like it, but it ain't got bad enough. It ain't got bad enough to shift us and to change. Not yet. When we look at most people who have like big transformations in their life, oftentimes it comes after some major devastating and painful event in our lives. And so I wrestle with the idea of whether that was necessary. Like, is that is that a human thing or is it really necessary? And I think that I've come to the conclusion Whenever I go, whenever I ponder over things like this, I always look to nature. Um, I'm looking to for some better insight, and that that pain piece, I believe, is a part of who we are. As I've said before, it's not the pain that's the problem; it's our perception. Of the pain. Yeah. Our perception of the pain. How we perceive it. We perceive it to be unnecessary. We perceive it to be bad. We perceive it to be exhausting. We perceive it to be. (sighs) Long suffering. Very rarely do you hear a person who is going through a painful experience in their life and they're able to speak from a place of gratitude that I know in me experiencing this, that there's something greater that's coming from this. Very, very few people. 
I posed a question yesterday, last night on Twitter, and I said, I wonder if I came out with a program of how to get healthy the long, frustrating, and uncomfortable way. How many takers would I have? Because here's the, th- here's the deal. And I'm all for business and I'm all for sales and marketing. I have no problem with any of it. But, and I'm all for giving people constructive direction. There's a, there's a place for that. But we got to ask the question that how am I serving you? If I am telling you that the long Right. And I say long, I'm talking in human terms because this is how we perceive time and we perceive the things that we desire not coming when we want them to be long. But if I go through a process of frustration and a process of long suffering and just an arduous and confusing and frustrating and uh, Every emotion of un, uh, any any emotion that you can think of of being uncomfortable, you can insert there. Right. If I go through this process and that process helps to develop better habits in me, it builds my character. It builds consistency. It enhances my endurance, my focus, my dedication, my wisdom. How then am I serving you? By labeling that wasted time. Oh, I can save you the wasted time. So I'm going to help you by avoiding that. How am I serving you? By helping you avoid the process. When it's the process that got me to where I am. We don't want to experience anything. We soft and we weak. And we know what nature does to the weak. It destroys. It eliminates and replaces with the strong. This is a fact. <laughs> this is not an opinion. You may want to start watching some of the nature shows. And you'll see. Nature replaces the weak. And I know we want to push this ideology that, oh, it's okay to be weak. No, it's okay to acknowledge where you are. It's okay to be compassionate to yourself where you aren't suppressing what your real emotions are. That is okay. But the idea that you can just be cupcake soft and you're going to make it and thrive in this, on this world, in this earth. I don't know about that, buddy. I don't know about that. Uh, uh, you, you might want to, you might want to reconsider. You might want to reconsider that because I see the weak among us getting chewed up like hamburger meat. That's what I see. And I see us passing it down to our children where everyone believes that in order for the world to be ideal, that people must be, say, and do what you believe that they should be, say, or do. Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. I mean, when you start manipulating your own magic, right, you start to affect everything you come in contact with. And you will see that you manifest is those exact things. Your, your experiences become different. But that, that's not what we're talking about. That's most of us are not there. That's what we're talking about today. 
part of getting out of the mindset of weakness, I believe, has to do with bringing the body under subjection. What is subjection? Control. Mastery. The body is kind of running. It's running amok right now. It's doing its own thing. We have programmed it in such a way that it it has become the mind. That's, that's, that's essentially what habits are. When the body acts as the mind, it subconsciously come, becomes the mind. The thinking is out of it. I'll give you an example. Today, I left home. And five minutes after leaving, I could not remember if I locked the door or not. And no matter how much I replayed all the events leading up to that, this was just five minutes prior, I could not visualize myself locking the door. I did lock it. All right. That's what I eventually found out that I had locked it. But I could. I, it, it was it's, it's so second nature to me. Right. My body just moved like I had There's no thinking process in that. This is what we got to do. This is what we have to train the body to do. In regard to our health and the things that we want. We, we got to bring it under subjection. We got to bring it under control. It's running amok right now. And Cupcake Soft Society tells us, oh, everything should just feel good. Right? You know, you can't even have, you can't even make an opinion online anymore. And everybody is, oh my God, did you see what so-and-so said? Just weak. Weak. And the fact that you have to look at what it's really saying that every time you encounter something that you respond to it, that means you're stimulated by anything. You have no control. You have no self-control. Why does that even bother you? Does it apply to you? Why do you care? Questions to ask. So as we are looking into health, which I believe is the ultimate foundation, it's the ultimate foundation. As I was putting together the master class for how to heal yourself from anything. And I ended up really changing everything. I had put it all together. And my challenge has been not to present things from the perspective of where I am now. Because I don't think it gives... Mm, it's not that it doesn't give an accurate view, but I just don't think it's as beneficial as taking you back from the perspective of my overall journey to this place. But I have said it so many times. When I began to clean up my body, my mind began to open in a way that it never, ever had. It, it was like there, there was a part of my mind that was dormant. And me cleaning up my body began to reconnect. I don't want to say reconnect because then that gives the impression that it was a disconnect. And, and you're never disconnected from yourself. You, you're always connected to yourself. But <sighs> there, there was an alignment, mind and body. 
And when that became an alignment with who I really was, which was spirit, whoa, things began to change. Things began to shift. So, so as I was thinking through, how do you bring the body under subjection? How do you bring the body under subjection? The first thing that comes to mind is <clears throat> you got to deny it of pleasure. You got to deny it of pleasure. We, we, we have created neurological pathways in our brain. We get off. We've become addicted. Like there are certain chemicals that are released when we are in a state of pleasure. And there's nothing wrong with that until you get addicted. Remember, there's two roles, master and slave. There is no right or wrong on earth. I'm sorry to, to, to really be the bearer of bad news for you guys, especially those who ride this high horse of morality, because right or wrong is wrong is subjective. Right. There, there's no right or wrong judge and jury sitting up in the clouds. Don't I don't want to debate it. You can argue that there is a God that a person like a man sitting up there, but right or wrong is subjective. These are things that humans have decided was right or wrong for whatever reason. And we can, we can go back and forth on principles on universal law, cause and effect, yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, pleasure, pleasure has, the ability to keep you in the place that you're trying to get out of. And so when you are in a process of trying to assess where you are in the two roles, the two roles are master and slave. So it's not a matter of right or wrong, but what are you in the master seat? Or has what you are accustomed to become such a ruling factor in your life that it has become the master and you are the slave? That's when you got a problem. So how can you bring the body under subjection? How can you bring the body under control? How can you master the body? You got to deny it. What are the pleasure? What are your pleasure points? Is that television? Is that social media? Is it overeating? Is it alcohol? Is it drugs? Is it just comfort? Is just doing nothing? Are you addicted to doing nothing? Very easy to do. So it has to be denied. This is what the concept of fasting is all about. Denying the physical Getting the physical man out of the way, the physical man and all of his thoughts and all of his, uh, you know, I hate using the E word, but all of his ego has gotten in the way. So the fasting remove, it is trying to remove that veil to bring he or she back in balance. Realign. Deny yourself of pleasure. What are your pleasure points? Because when I talk about the process, I, I was just speaking to someone yesterday. It's not just about losing weight, guys. It's not just about eating better. 
the process you are, you're undergoing a complete transformation. You are becoming reacquainted with yourself. You're getting to know who you are. You are, this is what a lot of people don't like about detoxification. What you find is that you start to uproot all of these emotions that have been stagnant and suppressed in the body. This is really how disease forms, stagnant energy. That energy, those blockages that you've had, when you begin to detoxify, all you're doing is allowing that energy to begin to flow. Those things begin to come to the surface and it's almost like you panic because if you was just able to grab that food, it would become suppressed. You wouldn't have to deal with it. That food would give you such pleasure. You would have a release of hormones and all of your energy would shift to that. And you no longer have to address that. Whatever was buried, it stays buried. But when you get out of the body's way and those things become come to the surface, you must deal with it. What is this part of me that I don't like? What, what are these cravings really coming from? Yes, can it can be many, many different things. Some of us have you know, overgrowth of different things going on in the body, whether it's fungal overgrowth, whether it's parasitic overgrowth, um, you know, chemical and, and I don't and I use that term loosely when I say chemical imbalances, but just imbalance in the body totally. Denying yourself of pleasure. Number two. You got to remove what's weakening the body. See, in order to get control of the body, in order to master the body, it needs to be at its best. This is why you can be as spiritual as you want to be. When your vessel, when your vessel is not at its best, this is holistic. People want to send me examples. They screenshot somebody who's been on an all raw food diet and they're still sick. What's your point? I said this is holistic health. Mind, body, spirit. All of these components work synergistically together. So. When we say remove what's weakening it. We have to talk about the physical vessel. This is the housing place. Come on now. You know, at the most basic level, there are certain things that you can eat that make you feel like you're in a coma. There are certain things that you can eat that give you an energy boost or, or, or drink. At this most basic level, you know that. You understand that. So, common sense would say... There are certain things that sharpen your thinking. There are certain things that dull your thinking. Your senses work in the same way. If you've ever gone, especially on a raw, if you've gone all raw, if you've never done it before, seven days, you begin to feel light. There's a level of awareness that begins to come. I mean, after you get out of the first initial shock, which is mostly mental, it's your mind like really going in panic, like, oh, no, what's going on? <laughs> you know, <laughs> we need some grease. We need some sugar. 
We need a whole bunch of salt, fat. Oh, we need chips. We need cookies. It's really your mind playing tricks on you. But when you get over that initial, maybe like by day three, you begin to get sharp. Start dreaming and recalling. Because it's your vessel. <laughs> It, 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 it must, 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 must be strengthened. And just like you strengthen a plant. You get a house plant or you plant something during the summer that you want to grow. You feed it. You fertilize it. Because you want it to give its best harvest. Your body works the same way. You really want to bring the body under subjection. You got to get what you are putting in your body under check. Point blank, period. Some people want me to get deep, philosophical. I like to talk shit to myself, quite frankly. And I'm just like, Rook, you mean to tell me? This food has more power over you than you have over yourself. What? <laughs> what? Is that what you're telling me? That this food, I'm mean, look at it. Donut, look at it. Whatever. Pizza. This food has more power. This cookie, this has more power over you than you have over yourself. You have no self-control. I take offense to that. Right? The, the, the pride and the ego in me takes offense to say that this food has made me its bitch. I, I have a problem with that. And so I can lock in like, nah, I'm going to show you. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Whatever it is that you have to tell yourself to put you in. And for many people, you dealing with illnesses that by itself. Like I, I really talk to somebody. <laughs> And I don't, and I'm, and, and when I, and when I make references to things like this, I really, really do not speak to it from a judgmental perspective because I think all of us are exactly where we're supposed to be, based on our our decisions, based on our mindset, based on our beliefs. We're exactly where we're supposed to be. But this person there that I spoke to. Um, day before yesterday they were like well they were just naming all these things that are like getting worse in their body and I was like okay well what have you been doing with your food have you did you did you cut out the fast food and did you cut out the sodas and they got quiet and I was like damn like <laughs> you're telling me all of these things that are happening but it's something they're getting from those things like the, the pain of their physical ailments has not, it, it hasn't exceeded the pain of change. And until that happens, they'll keep doing it over and over again. Bringing a body under subjection. <laughs> it's a task. It can be. But if you begin to start with your food. Controlling your food, I just think is just, although I, you know, I always talk about the mind ruling all as a man thinketh, so is he. It always starts in the mind. 
everything that we experience in the physical is a manifestation of the non-physical, even if it doesn't make sense to you. That's just how this. We are physical beings. Well, let me replace that. We are spiritual beings having a physical experience. That's really not debatable. I mean, you can pull the science of it. If your body made up of systems, right? Those systems are made up of organs. Those organs are made up of tissues. Those tissues are made up of cells. Those cells are made up of atoms. And guess what an atom is? 99.99999 empty space. You ain't even here. <laughs> you ain't even here. So you, you, you gotta, even if you don't even get down with any type of religious, spirituality, whatever, you have to know that there is some unseen forces at play at work that we are energetic beings. It's really not debatable, even though we debate it. So what was that? One, deny you got to deny the body of pleasure. Two, you got to remove what's weakening it. Weakening it. I say always start with food. You know what's weakening. Listen, we, you know what to eat. You know how to eat. In general, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even saying that if you have different things going on that you may have to, you know, cut and have like an exclusive thing that you're doing. I'm just saying in general. In general, always start with your food. Lastly, you got to find your pain point. You got to find your pain point. You got to find it. And then you got to go towards it. I know we want to talk all this love and light, and I'm with it. I, I rock with it. But really, ugh, I'm, the, I'm the health and wellness representative that's that I'm coming for the real in the dark we need a little bit of balance we we, we got to go to the real and the dark because that's the place where we avoid but that's where the good stuff is at you think about that baby in the womb ain't no light in that womb but that's where all the magic is happening in the dark mm-hmm in the dark but uh, Miles Monroe says, discontent is the seed of change. We can say pain is the seed of change. What is your pain point? What, 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 it, what is that, that place of discontentment? Because you will never, ever change what you are content with. You're content with being overweight. You will never change it. If you are content not living with direction, purpose, intention, you will never change it. You're content. Who, who, who changes what they're content? It's almost like being in a relationship with a, a, cheating, a cheating mate or one who may be abusive verbally, physically, whatever. If you're content with that, you, wow, you're not looking to change that. There was a lady the other day said she had been working. She was telling about a person who'd been working. She said the lady was dissatisfied and discontent with her job. That she'd been commuting both directions almost 
three hours for 12 years. I was like, oh, she's not discontent. <laughs> you don't, you, you're not discontent. You did for 12 years? No, no, you're not discontent. You're just fine. There's no pain in that. There's no dissatisfaction in that. Because where there's pain, you want relief. It won't let up. The health that you want, when, you, when you're tired of carrying around weight, you're tired of not feeling good, you're tired of not being energetic, you're tired of not being involved in your family's lives, you're tired of not living, waking up in the morning and feeling it. You're like, when you're tired of that, the more that you don't move towards it, the painful it gets. The painful it gets. And it increases. Sometimes in just small increments, the days, the weeks, the months, the years. But it increases the pain until it hits its breaking point. But as long as you are content with where you are, as long as you, you are content when you say, there's a stupid thing that I saw um, a lady posted. And she said, <laughs> and I and I know and I understand where people are. I understand the mindset. And I didn't respond to her because sometimes you got to understand where people are and know who you are here for and who you are not here for. You know, she wasn't going to be receptive to anything that I said, so I didn't respond to her. But she said, um, I'm not going to apologize for being ill. Right. Because it ain't my fault because I can't control it. Because I can't cure myself, I can't stop my symptoms, and I'm not going to apologize for what I can't control. And I was like, "Woo, damn, those are some powerful words. Woo, all of that I can't? Man, do you understand that your cells are listening to you? Do you understand the vibrations that you are putting out in the universe when you say, I can't control it? When you say, I am ill? Whoa, woo. Oh, that's a deep well. That's a deep well to dig for yourself. But if that's what you believe, the universe takes note. Your body takes note and it says, okay, we can't control anything. We're victims to the world. We can't heal ourselves. We can't stop our symptoms. We can't do anything. We're just ill. And it's like envision a receptionist in your head, just type at the typewriter, just taking notes, filing it, saving it, downloading it, installing it. Dangerous, dangerous thinking, dangerous words. You, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Life and death. This is why we got to tap out. We got to tap out of society because society is feeding these types of thoughts. Society is telling you that you're depressed. Society is telling you that everybody mentally ill. <laughs> I mean, every, you're saturated with it. Have you been feeling low lately? Have you been checking social media yet too much? You may have a so-and-so disorder and your subconscious start thinking, damn, maybe we got that disorder. It's a trap.
You got to feed your mind. You got to feed your life. You got to saturate it. You, you have more control than you realize. And I, and I don't want to hear nobody complaining about nothing you see on social media because nobody's telling your ass to get up there. And even when you are up there, you can filter pretty well. Not 100%, but you can control who you're following. On Twitter, you can mute things. On uh, Instagram, you can unfollow people. Uh, how does Facebook work? You can unfollow. There are certain things. I think you get about 30. I think it gives you 30... Um, 30, what do you call it? Um, 30 options. You can you can put 30, assign 30 people to your C first that that stays in your time, in your news feed. So there are things that you can do to control what it is that you're being exposed to. And if you can't control it that way, then get your ass off. Don't come telling me that I'm triggering you when you on social media, because I, I you know, I this is triggering for my depression well then your ass shouldn't be on social media that should be part of your protocol you should be off outside reading listening to some kumbaya sessions i don't know but if you didn't know i am here to trigger you i'm here to disrupt i'm here to challenge your thinking so if you think that you're going to come across me or many other people in the world or online that is that is going to cater to you that doesn't trigger you you in for a rude awakening need you to know that nobody cares what triggers you that's your problem because trigger just means stimulate provoke what stimulate you you have to listen this is the title baby this is what we're talking about how to bring the body under subjection you control yourself. The stimuli around you is not the problem. It's how you're responding to that. You cannot change how you're responding to that until you get the body under subjection. How do you do it? You got to get uncomfortable, baby. This is the process. This is the process. When you start if you decide you want to come and work with work with me, even on like the four week, you know, coaching program, this is the start of forever. This ain't no one and done. I ain't doing no um, slim fast program, no Nutrisystem program, no whatever other program. Oh, you just sign up for we should get this done. No, baby, this is a complete life transformation. This is getting to the root of it. This is getting to the thick of it. We surface living. This is why things keep coming back. Just like illness. Just why your cold keep coming back. Do you know how much of a blessing a cold is? That's your body trying to release. And the moment that you get a cold, you know what you do? You go and try to suppress it. You go and take medicine. The snot is trying to come out for a reason. That mucus is trying to come out. You're coughing. Why? Some crap in your lungs trying to come out. But you know what you do? Immediately go and try to suppress it. Let me go so take some medicine and stop it. Now it's one thing to bring it under control, right? You still got to function day to day, go to work, fine. But when you try to suppress that, you are creating a blockage in your body. 
physically and, and energetically because stagnant energy, remember, it's a flow in, out, in, out. And so that cold is really a process of detoxification. There's some things that are trying to come out. You've come in contact with something that has triggered an immune response and your body is responding. You do not strengthen yourself through suppression. Follow what I'm saying? You got to check yourself. Check yourself and get real about what it is that you really want. How how it translates into your day to day life when you're ready to, <laughs> to go beyond the talking. And sometimes it ain't pretty. Sometimes it's not exactly the way we expect it to be. Doesn't make it bad. Doesn't make it wrong. It's just our expectations. It painted a picture in our head that it was going to look one way and now it's looking this way. And then we want to start feeling sorry for ourselves. You got to push. You got to push. You got to (laughs) push to that place that you want. It's the desire. Remember the pain point. One, denying the body pleasure, right? What are the outside things that we that we're ODing on that's just constant pleasure? Constant, 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 constant stimulation, constant. Then remove what's weakening the body. Always starting with number one, the food, food and drinks. Because those are the things that we come in contact with all day, every day, several times a day. But finding that pain point, you ain't never going to improve your health. You ain't never going to get rid of no illness when you are okay with it. It's not that bad. It runs in my family. It's nothing I can do about it. Okay. We're making a note of that. Does that make any sense? The life you want, it's attainable. The health you want, it's attainable. You can't believe, you cannot believe what one ounce of your being. There are other people who can transform their lives. Other people who can walk in their gifts, walk, live in, in purpose and in intentional and fulfilled lives, right? Reverse illnesses. Keep honing in on this illness thing because I just need you to know you wouldn't come into this earthly experience to be sick, man. You can't believe that there are just certain people that that have access to that, but you don't. You just cannot believe that. And if you do, you might want to reevaluate those thoughts and see where those thoughts are coming from. Because I can tell you this, it's not coming from who you really are. That's some program running. That, 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 that is coming from something that you've learned since you've been on this earth from other humans. But at your core, getting back to who you truly are, no, you know that's a lie. You know that's a lie. Whatever you want is possible. Sounds so cliche. I wish I could come up with something a little bit more jazzy for you. But I swear, whatever you want is possible. I swear that when people throw around the word miracle, when people throw around the word magic, transformation, it, <laughs> it's just, it's obtainable. I just need you to consider that it's possible. 
You might not be able to dig all of what I'm saying just yet. Just consider it. Damn. Maybe that is possible for me too. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. That's all I got, good people. Until next time. Peace.